My entitled cousin thinks she has the right to hold my newborn baby, despite me telling her no multiple times. Things got bad very quickly when she simply would not take no for an answer. Here's what happened. I'm a first-time mom, and now that my baby is four months old, I felt comfortable starting to go around family and friends. We had a family reunion this past weekend, and I was excited to see my family that I haven't seen in a year. Before the trip, I made sure to ask around who was vaccinated and who was not, so I would know who I would be comfortable with around my baby. For those who were not vaccinated, I just had my husband take the baby and socialize while social distancing, which would hopefully be no big deal. That is, until my cousin steps into the picture. This cousin is someone I don't talk to. She is someone who has been incredibly mean to me in the past, all because I am younger than her. She is also incredibly irresponsible and has five kids that she lost custody to because she was a terrible parent, she was neglectful, and those kids behaved so badly that the person that took custody of them couldn't handle them so the kids just float around since my cousin refuses to parent or discipline them. My dad described it as a baby raising five babies. It's a sad situation, but it doesn't excuse her being a terrible parent. So this cousin walks up to me and says, let me hold your baby. I just look at her and say, what? She then repeats herself, let me hold your baby. I want to hold him. I look at her and I laugh nervously and I just say, no, (laughs) No, thank you. She then gets pretty aggressive at this point and goes, no, let me hold him. Give him here. She then reaches out and tries to touch my son. I thankfully lean away and block her with my shoulder before she can touch him. I say, no, I don't want you to hold him. People keep asking me and I said no. She then tries to go with this rationale of, I let you hold mine when they were babies. You have to let me hold yours. As a side note, she didn't let me hold her baby. She put them on my lap and left the house and didn't come back. I had to call my dad to find her parents to come take the baby because I had no idea what to do since I was like 15 at the time. I responded back and said, I don't want you to hold him. So this entitled cousin storms off and goes to my husband, thinking she's going to get a different response. She says, can I hold your baby? At this point, I was incredibly pissed off because I had already said no. My husband looked at her deadpan and says, um, are you vaccinated? My entitled cousin then goes off on a rant that none of us are really surprised about. She says, yes, um, no, I don't believe in the corona. It's a man-made disease and I don't know anyone who's gotten it. Fun fact, her mom has gotten it three times and was sitting next to us. She then basically goes on this long rant sitting on her soapbox, claiming that COVID isn't real. My husband just takes it like a champ and doesn't even react. He just simply says, then no, you can't hold the baby. And that was enough for her to finally leave us alone. But I thought this was the end of it. But when I woke up in the morning, I saw several messages sent to me over social media with this entitled cousin acting furious. But oh well, I can't help her. A baby is a person. And honestly, you're not going to play with it like it's a toy. This cousin is absolutely crazy because when a mom says you can't hold my baby, guess what? You can't hold her baby. It's not up for debate. You don't go to the husband. You step back, honor their wishes and get lost. And especially with kids kids who are just recently born, I don't blame these parents for a second for being incredibly selective around who they want their kid around. Because a sick baby
baby is a miserable baby and a miserable family. And I, for one, would not want anyone getting my kids sick, all because of their terrible personal decisions. So next time, hopefully this cousin learns their lesson and respects the mother's wishes that no, you can't hold my baby. An entitled man demands to be let out of a parking lot that explicitly states they're closing for 4th of July fireworks. Things got so bad that the police had to get involved. First, some backstory. My mom is the director of operations at a well-known restaurant in our small town. The town is located near a lake. So the restaurant has a dock so boats can come in. There's also a bridge that goes over the lake to another part of town. Every year on the 4th of July, all of the roads near the restaurant, including the bridge, are closed off so no vehicles can go through as the fireworks take place over the lake itself. There are always a few people every year who don't quite understand this and are trapped until the roads are reopened after the fireworks. So my brother and I are sitting in the outside portion of the restaurant eating our food. The fireworks start in about two hours. It was incredibly busy, as expected during the 4th of July, and the restaurant was selling VIP seats to view the fireworks. All of a sudden, I heard someone behind me scream, I am going to sue this establishment. I almost immediately turned around, surprised by what I just heard. It was a man probably 40 to 50 years old. He had sunglasses on, a backwards USA cap, a blue long sleeve shirt, swim shorts, and some sandals. It turns out, he was trapped by the 8 o'clock p.m. cutoff line for getting out, as the roads had just been closed down for the fireworks show. He literally said, I demand to see a supervisor. That's when my mom enters the picture, who is confused as to what is going on. She confronted the man, who said his complaints to her. She says that he's out of luck and that the roads were closed off by the police. The man did not like this and accused the restaurant for not informing their guests properly. He stormed off and approached a few police officers who were nearby. They told him the exact same thing. He said that he had two kids that he was unable to get to, even though his wife and two kids were literally sitting in his truck behind him. More police officers arrived as they were just down the street. My mom was now talking to the police at this point, as now they were getting both sides of the story. After a bit, the chief of police showed up. This entitled man made a very bold move and demanded that the chief of police unblock the roads just for him. Keep in mind, there are hundreds of people on the streets walking onto the bridge. So the chief told him straight up, no, that's not happening. That That's when the man's story changed completely. Before, his story was that he couldn't reach his kids. But now, all of the sudden, he said that his father was suddenly hospitalized and he needed to leave immediately. At this point, everyone was fed up with this guy's baloney. And guess what? Newsflash, the restaurant had a sign out front warning the people that come into the restaurant that about 8 p.m. would be the cutoff time. My mom then chimed in and said, I'm sorry, can you see this sign over here? The man then said, that what? If you don't leave by 8, you're going to be trapped. More arguing ensued and now this man wanted my mom to reverse his credit card transaction for his entire meal because it would make him feel better. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to see the rest of the chaos as we went to sit somewhere else. But after the fireworks ended, guess who I saw in a front row seat of the fireworks show? That's right. This entitled man-child, his wife and his two kids. You know, the ones he claimed he couldn't get in contact with. He was so worried about getting out of the parking lot and all of the 
sudden he's okay with it. Thankfully, he left soon after as the roads reopened, and hopefully we never see him at our restaurant ever again. I honestly can't stand people like this. They make a big scene, and then they pretend like, hey, heaven and earth needs to move to meet my needs. People like this become so entitled so quickly, pretending like they're the VIP in everybody else's restaurant. That is some serious main character syndrome if I've ever seen it. You've got to move all these people because I want to leave. No, it doesn't work like that. You're going to wait like everybody else, and then you can leave when the fireworks are done and the roads open up. Obviously, they didn't get their way, and I'm kind of glad the police chief showed up and put him in its place. My boyfriend fabricated his entire previous relationship, and I could not be more shocked. I started dating a guy a couple of years ago. When we talked about our exes, he said he had one girlfriend before, someone he dated for around nine months, and they split because they had different ideas of life. I quickly realized a few weeks ago that something was odd about him. It felt like he had zero relationship experience. Pretty much all of our interactions made me believe that he didn't understand normal relationship things. I had to explain everything to him. It was like dating a teenage boy. Mind you, this man is in his 30s. Things then got really bad really quickly. He started shouting at me all the time and hurling insults whenever he could. I started to wonder if his previous girlfriend was also treated this way and how she had managed to cope with his situation. After considering it for a while, I reached out to this supposed ex to see if he had treated her the same way. Her response completely shocked me. She said she had never dated him. They were only friends and they had never even touched or kissed each other. I am honestly disgusted. He told me intimate details about them, about all the quality time they spent together and told me she cried when they broke up. But it turns out it was all literally a lie. It now makes me confirm that I was indeed his first relationship. This lady told me that they were friends and that's all they ever were. And she blocked him because of his weird behavior. And honestly, I believe it. I feel completely creeped out and disgusted. She was shocked too and sounded disgusted as well that he would make up an entire relationship. I honestly had no idea he was lying. None at all. I thought it was all real. Needless to say, I was completely blown away and I'm glad this relationship did not work out. What a complete weirdo. This guy completely made up some relationship he had with this previous lady, claiming that she was his previous girlfriend and that they had spent all this time together getting to know each other and then some, and for some reason felt the need to explain this away to the current woman that he's dating, only for it all to be a complete and utter lie. That is so creepy, I don't even know what to say. I bet you that the reason why he made up this imaginary girlfriend was that so people wouldn't know that he's never actually been in a relationship before. It could not be more obvious that this is his first relationship. I mean, how do you think that woman must have felt when she's messaged by the original poster with the ridiculous statement that she had dated this guy? I would personally be completely horrified if that was me. So hopefully you dump this guy pretty quickly and you got away from this weirdo. Because while there's nothing wrong with having a first relationship later in life, in contrast, there is something extremely wrong if you're going to make up a relationship at the expense of a lady who clearly wants nothing to do with you and your weird behavior. And honestly, I don't blame her. My boyfriend of two months went camping with another woman and lied to me about it. What should I do? We've only been dating for about two months, but things seem to have been going really well. And I actually let him meet my kid, which is a big deal for me. And I've met his kids a few times as well. He told me last weekend was supposed to be a guy's camping weekend, but one guy bailed, so the other guy brought his wife. I wondered why he didn't invite me if it was another couple, but I had plans anyways, so I didn't 
didn't put too much stock into it, thinking I had maybe mentioned my plans and that's why he didn't invite me. So he got a text message last night in the middle of asking me to look at his Apple Watch for something and he swiped it away really fast. And I've been through this before so I was really suspicious of that. Today after work, I looked at his Facebook profile to see if I could find a friend of his with the names on the text as that's all I was able to see. I saw her profile and it had pictures of the same campsite he had sent me. The same tent, the same two chairs, the same cooler, the same case of beer, and she's single, noted right on her profile. So I looked closer at the pictures he sent me, and it's pretty obvious it was just the two of them camping together. So that also makes it pretty clear that he lied to me about who was with him. I want to be clear that I looked at both their public profiles. I in no way have access to any of his devices or his passwords. So nothing was done by snooping here. Just good old-fashioned research. He and I have been making plans for later in the summer to go camping with the kids. So I thought this was actually going somewhere. You don't usually make this kind of plans with someone you don't see sticking around in your life. I would never have introduced him to my kid if I thought he wasn't serious about me. And now I feel kind of creepy about doing the same activity with him that he has been so shady and dishonest about in regards to this other woman. I obviously have to talk to him about it, but I don't even know if I want to see him again. Would it be out of line for me to just text him the screenshots of the pictures I saw and leave it at that? Or do I owe him an in-person conversation? What should I do? From personal experience, if a significant other is lying to me, even this early into a relationship, I mean, she's only been seeing him for two months. That's a big red flag to me. And that's super not okay. I would personally have a conversation with my significant other and say, hey, I know you lied to me and I kind of want to know the truth. With my intentions being that if you don't say the right things, we're breaking up. Obviously, all of this kind of depends on the situation as well as who it is that you're actually dating. But after two months in, this guy's already lying about going camping with another woman by themselves is not something personally I would want to deal with. And you introduce your kid to this guy. I honestly think for the sake of your kid, it's probably time to cut this guy loose and find somebody else. Because having a liar for a boyfriend is not worth it, especially when your kids are going to be affected by it. My girlfriend of four years kissed a much older co-worker that she has a crush on, and I honestly don't know what to do about it. My girlfriend and I have been dating for four years and a few months now. I came home today to a written list of things that I've been doing that make her feel unfulfilled and lonely. She has mentioned these things in the past. I've been distant recently because I've been down in the dumps about a back injury that prevented me from physical activity. I spin out of my healthy routine and slip into drinking on weeknights, playing video games for hours on end and just not being emotionally there. I also neglected chores more often, which I had been pretty good about up until now. She's reading off the paper and gets to the last point. She tells me to listen to her fully and not get angry, but that if I am angry and never want to see her again, she understands. At this point, my guts drop in my stomach. I know how this goes. Her co-worker, who's maybe 40 to 50 years old, has been crushing on her and she admitted that she had a crush on him too. But it wasn't anything because they're co-workers and he's much older, which honestly to me is just wrong. They had a pool day for their office and she stayed there all day until midnight. It was at this guy's house too. Everyone left and it was just the two of them. She goes to leave and they stop at the door. He goes in for a kiss and she just lets it happen. Not just lets it happen though, she leans into it and grabs his neck while he's grabbing her waist. No idea how long but she eventually says that this is wrong and leaves to come home. I was at a trade show for work all day so I'm asleep by then but had been texting her while she was there saying stuff like, I hope you're having a good time as well as saying, I love you and I'll see you at home. This happened June 25th and she told me today 
Day on July 5th. After we got back from our vacation in Denver, she didn't want to spoil the trip. She is claiming responsibility for it, but is also blaming it on me for my new drinking habits as well as my depression that I've been struggling with, as well as saying it was because I made her feel lonely and this guy gave her attention. We have a year left on our lease and two cats who are like children to me. I still love her. I want it to work out, but I also feel like maybe I can't trust her and maybe she truly wants out but doesn't have the guts to tell me. I'm honestly so lost right now and I'm so incredibly hurt, but this woman is my best friend. I don't know how to live without her. What should I do? First off, this is not your fault. You are not the reason she decided to kiss her coworker. She is. She is trying to pin this situation on you so she doesn't feel guilty about cheating on you. Which, by the way, she cheated on you. That's exactly what just happened. If she had any sense about her, she would have said, no, I have a boyfriend at home and would have left after that. But no, she was not loyal and she did not care. There are so many red flags here too. Like if you were feeling depressed after an injury and you're sad because you're not as physical as you used to be, why would she not be there for you? On the contrary, she just wrote up a list of all the things you're not doing and that she's just saying, oh, I'm unhappy about it. Which then begs the question, how is her being unhappy then suddenly lead to her kissing her co-worker. Like, that's just absolutely ridiculous. It's so manipulative for her to try and blame this all on you for something that she clearly did that it's not even funny. I understand that you think she's your best friend, but guess what? She's not. In my opinion, she does not see you in the same light, clearly. So I wish you the best of luck in whatever you decide to do with this relationship, because based on what you've shown us, she does not care about you nearly as much as you think. My sister is financially struggling, and I want to help her even though this is all her fault. What should I do? I honestly don't even know where to begin with this. When my sister was in her early 20s, she met this girl at her job. After a month of dating, my sister ran away from home to be with her and hid in our uncle's home for months without us knowing she was two minutes away from the house. Of course, my mom was super angry that her own brother didn't tell her my sister was there with her girlfriend. But my mom got over it and, well, what could she do? When my sister ran away, she had no money. Nothing. She was working at a fast food restaurant and just left with no money in her pockets. After she left my uncle's house, her and her girlfriend were bouncing around homes, living with her girlfriend's different family members, until they eventually found a house to rent. My sister has never had stable jobs. They have all been temporary type jobs, and her girlfriend doesn't work. She just stays at home instead of helping my sister out. Every now and then, her girlfriend will pick up a job, but she'll stay for like a month before quitting. Anyway, my sister has never been financially stable because she just can't save money because her girlfriend doesn't help out. My sister has been behind on rent many times. She has a lot of things that are in collections right now, and she hasn't had gas in her home for who knows how long, which is something that we just found out. She owes like $400 also on her phone bill right now, and it's about to cut off today. Here are just a few examples of how she has poor money management skills. A few years ago, she knew she was going to be out of a job in a week and went ahead and bought a $30,000 truck. She would also travel around our state so her girlfriend could get those Instagram-worthy pictures because she just needs validation from everyone else even though she didn't have the money for traveling. She would also skip out on paying bills because she needed to get another credit card to buy Christmas presents for her girlfriend's family. When they're really tight on money, she gets really angry at my parents because my parents tell her to tell her girlfriend to get a job so that they can afford their own bills. And these are just a few of the examples that I can remember off the top of my head. Yesterday, she 
told me she was so broke right now that she almost became homeless. She told me she only had $80 for the rest of the week and it was going to be for gasoline for her big truck. You know, the one she bought a week before her job ended. She told me her girlfriend applied for unemployment, but she hasn't gotten her unemployment money yet and they didn't have any money for food. Sometimes I feel guilty because my husband and I make a lot of money and I feel like I need to help my sister. I feel like I need to buy her groceries or something. Also, I wanted to mention, my sister is always asking my mom for money. My mom is always letting her borrow money that she never pays back. My sister probably owes my mom thousands of dollars at this point. It bothers me that when my sister needs money, my mom always gives her the money. My sister needs to learn her lesson, but she doesn't because when she needs money, my mom is always there to give it to her. What should I do? It is definitely not your fault that your sister makes terrible financial decisions. And it doesn't help that she's got a girlfriend who does not do anything to assist the situation. She doesn't even have a job to pay for bills. I mean, come on. It's time to get off your butt and get to work. That's not how the real world works. You can't just sit around and let mommy and daddy take care of everything. You gotta get things going yourself. Otherwise, you'll never be truly independent. If I was in the original poster's shoes, I absolutely would not give any money to this sister because she's just gonna spend it all and then come back asking for more. You don't want to set up that kind of precedent that she can then come to you like she comes to her mom, always asking for money and always asking for assistance on things that she could very easily get a job and figure out herself. On a personal note, I know exactly what it's like to go without money, to have 80 bucks for the rest of the week and wondering how you're going to get your next meal. So I'm no stranger to knowing how poor you can actually be and how desperate things can get. But to enable your sister is not helping her. It's not the case where your sister has fallen on hard times because of unexpected circumstances. These are literally situations she's found herself in all because of her own choice to not work as well as to be with a partner who does not work. If you keep giving her money, nothing's going to change. It is quite literally only delaying the inevitable. So yeah, don't give her any money. She'll learn this lesson the hard way and I think it's going to come much quicker than you think. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.